0: Oh my God, we have another person in here. Welcome to the Gaming Tadpole with Chase, Rihanna, and special guest, LB. Hello. Hey, what's going on? No, I actually did cock because I was like, DLB. Oh my God. (laughs) By the way, we're a bunch of weirdos. Hopefully you can deal with us. (laughs) It's all good. Yeah, no, no, it's it's okay, it's okay. Even if this is the last time, this will make it the best your experience. Will hey, be the best as a we band. we made it happen. That's all yeah. that matters. Well, uh, what we will be making happen at this show is just nothing but gaming and BS. So uh, this week, well, well, actually, actually this Friday saw the release of Mario in his golfing uh, Super Rush. He's on a lot of mushrooms right now. He's destroying things, and now the game is out. People have feelings about it. I do. Uh, LB, I don't know if you're a Switch gamer.
1: Oh, I, only uh, occasionally when, like, when I okay. when I meet uh, somebody that has one, they're like, hey, gotta check it out.
0: Okay, then uh, have you played this? Which one? Uh the new the new one, Super Rush, Mario Golf. Oh, I've I, I have I have seen it played. I have not played it yet, but I okay. but what I saw I like. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Same. I, yeah. I then I will I will then I, I will be the one to educate you both because I did play it. In fact I bought okay. it twice. <laughs> I I bought it twice so I I got it on a, a digital download and see uh, so my little brother has a switch too but since i had it on a digital download uh like i was like man you know either i have him take my switch and then hide it in his room every night so i have to go in and look for it or i just get him his own version so that way we're all happy and that's what i end up doing so i paid 120 dollars for mario golf super rush and he did inverse me, so it wasn't like a full 100 toy. But I did, nevertheless, I did pay full price and then some. What I didn't pay full price though, but will be talked about because it was a review piece <laughs> sent to me by the publisher Maxim Games and the developers. And that is Curve Space, which is a new indie twin stick shooter that has been released on everywhere, actually, PC and all of the console platforms for $20, so I will get my thoughts on it. And then uh, Rihanna here played some demos that was left over for Steam Next. A- a- already after people have stopped talking about Steam Next, they're like, okay, what? We're already done with Steam Next. This a Steam Summer Sale. Jeez, can we need to still talk about this? Fine, Rihanna. You'd be the last one. The last... The last breath of Steam Next before it dies until next year. So <laughs>
2: Until it dies? until before what dies? What 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 is dying? Why?
0: Yeah, well, I mean Steam Next twenty twenty one has ended, so it's dead.
2: doesn't make yeah. it dead. It just means <laughs> gearing up for next uh, year. Uh, like I don't know what uh, the- <laughs> the- Okay. Yeah. Uh yeah, so yeah, am yeah I might about it now.
0: Yeah, no, well yeah, it's a timeout for next year, but, but still. I mean, they could be, you be the judge, you, you play these demos, you tell us if we should be looking for these games, or screw them, because they suck. Well, you, you,
2: always do that! <laughs> okay, <laughs> so, uh, the first one I tried out. <gasps> uh, hold on, hold on, we'll get okay. to it, hey, hey,
0: hey, it's okay. That's what I was it's asking! Okay. okay, it's okay. It's okay. It's okay. <laughs> It's okay, we, we all- kind of... Is that a fly? Oh my gosh. There There's flies- <laughs> There's flies buzzing around this room. I'm kind of scared. Like, I feel like a spider is gonna come in. That's not and...
2: scary. They're annoying. And I keep having to kill- Oh my gosh, yes. Okay, so side story. There have been- Like, I was like, we need to stop opening the door, because honestly, every time we open the door, something else cuts in, because they like, sure is not multiplying in this house, because it's like, okay. At one point i killed i killed one <clears throat> before i would sleep and then there were two when i woke up and i was like well, people stop opening doors why um there was a, a container of bleach uh, and detergent for a hand washing thing and uh three were lost in there that's good i mean i at least tempted to kill one of them and one landed inside and the other was just like i don't know they wanted water or something and they just died in there too um my dad's porridge uh, oatmeal one died in there also <laughs> it's like I, I, why? What are they? I don't know. But this is just fly season, and spiders be good because they was a be catching things. So I'm just saying. Okay. Until
0: story they, over. Until they bite you and then you gain venom, but you could get superpowers too. So maybe it it might work both ways. <laughs> right. I don't right. want to try it. I might die. So I I don't want to. Uh, meet a spider. They're not nice. They're not, they're mean. But but I do have pets. I do have pets. If if spiders try to attack me, they're going to eat them. Because my dog barks at uh, bugs for no reason, and then my cat goes after them. So it's all good. I have protection all around me. Except they're outside of this room. So for the next hour or so, I'm probably doomed. But where, where are you guys uh, located? You got all these spiders and, and flies. Oh, Texas.
1: <laughs> okay.
2: North Texas of the yeah. of the Dallas okay, okay. Flights, okay. Around the suburbs. Okay. Yes. Okay.
0: Yeah. No, no, right now, I'm in. Uh, I'm, right now, I'm in Nevada. I'm in Las Vegas. Oh wow. Yes, okay, yes, so, all right. So you're getting to hang out with, uh, with, uh, like, uh, casinos and, and go to like <laughs> strip clubs and everything. Uh, not the strip club that much, okay. but, uh, you know, the,
1: the casinos, uh, yeah, but I, I'm not much of a gambler. I'm, a, I'm more of the penny slot guy. You know, I just sit there with my, with my drink and just, you know, uh, you cause you could sit there and just play around for a couple of hours and, and not spend a whole bunch of money. Y-
0: you know, because i only went there when i was uh 12 years old and that was a mistake because everywhere i go there was nothing but adult clubs Things there's not nothing
1: for you to do well see now there is
0: now there's a whole bunch of stuff for you to do
1: because now like if you're a kid you know they got like go-karts they got like uh like all kinds of like a uh, paintball and uh, uh escape room experiences and they got you know circus circus has the amusement park and then they got two water parks now and like this is a great place to be a kid now they they've completely expanded all that stuff but like but like even though all that stuff is here uh you know it's been shut down and it just it just opened back up on the first of june because it was all shut down because of covid
0: okay yeah but
1: yeah. uh but like yeah, no, it's a great place now, and and as long as you're as long as you're playing, the drinks are free. So I mean like, hey, you can spend all day in the casino.
0: Okay. Well, I, I don't actually drink alcohol, so I, I'll get like the big boy juice, like the, the, the Capri Sun and apples juice and like Well, well You yeah. can have
1: your heart's content of Capri yeah. Suns for <laughs> for all these too
0: yeah.
1: Oh, okay, I, I sidetracked. In my bed. Yes, and I, I, I was uh, a the, the original thing I was getting ready to say was I saw I used to live in Hawaii and they had the cane spiders there, and uh, you know, they're okay. they're like hand size. But anyway, you guys don't want to hear that. Let's go back to video games.
0: Yeah. Well, actually, before. we <laughs> <the>, uh, just... <laughs> <laughs> no, not fine. No, fine. I, I love having you here. I, well, there's one more point I want to make about Las Vegas, and then I, I do want to get into something. But I actually know someone who visited Las Vegas, and they went to, like, this big light show. Nobody was wearing masks, but that wasn't the... For some reason, I was not caught off by that. What caught me was that, in the end, uh, she went into this uh, store where they were selling weed, and, like... And like, you can decide whether or not you want to get like, knocked up or, or I, I've never been to weed stores. So <laughs> oh, okay, okay. You said so knocked
2: like, up. <laughs> Did you realize I that's think, what you said? I'm very confused think, right now.
1: I think there was a, there was a, there was a switching of phrases. You know, I do that sometimes. It, we, we, we're trying to use one phrase and end up using another one, although that would make for an interesting street, though.
2: Yeah, <laughs> I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm just curious if that was intentional or you just, like, slipped that in or what, what was actually happening in this place. Well,
1: I mean, like it's not it's not like that's impossible to happen in Vegas. That's so right. Probably it's again. exactly
2: why I'm asking. <laughs> it's a like, good
1: Yeah, I know what you're talking about. You're talking about Fremont Street. They call it the Fremont Experience. It's like Four billion LED lights. It goes like four and a half blocks long. It's overhead and it goes down like four whole blocks. And they have, and also like you can, um, yeah, the zip line that goes across it too. So you're underneath the giant, like it's the biggest screen in the world. You know what I'm saying? So you can go that, and then of course the whole street is nothing but casino entrances and live, uh, live bands and people like going back and forth. They got all the bars are outside, so you can walk around drinking. You know, the whole four blocks and stuff. It's it's great. It's it is definitely
0: uh, not for the faint of heart. It's a you'll
1: see some stuff that you've probably never seen before if you go to Fremont Street. <laughs>
0: Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah, maybe someday I won't go to Vegas. I mean, you never know. You never hey, know. you know,
1: at the, very, at the very least, I would say, you know, stop by Fremont Street for like 15 minutes. If it's not your bag, to, you know, there's plenty of other places to go from there because it's it's
0: in the main area.
2: Yeah. Definitely would be avoiding if I ever go anywhere near that. All right.
0: Oh, well, you know what? You know what? You know what? We'll go to the tech expo, the uh, CES. There we yes. go. That, that'll yes. be something for us that will not be. Uh, but but bring, bring
1: bring your walking shoes if you go for that, because that's the Ooh, that I is know. that conference is the biggest conference that Las Vegas has per year, like every yeah. year. It's like thousands of people. Like you can't find you can't get a, you can't find a seat in a restaurant. You can't find a a, a place to stand in the bar. It is completely full of people. It's packed that entire week that the conference is going on.
0: No, I, I've been to Nevada before, but, like, I've been to Nevada yeah. and just missed it. That could have been that one thing that would be for me. But instead, <laughs> we were there where it was nothing but strict clubs here and there. And, and restaurants. Oh, and yeah. Restaurants. Yeah. Saying, uh, well, hey, you know, it's, I mean, you know, you got to you gotta patronize the the uh, the gentlemen's clubs,
1: you know. I mean, yeah. everybody has to work. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> I guess so. I, I just, guess, you know, I – I, that I, it's been it's been quite some time since i've been been to one is it you know it's like i'm gonna throw my way through yeah i'm not okay i'm not gonna say throw away my, my money but if i was gonna spend my money like that i'd rather just go to casino and get a chance to actually win something yeah
0: yeah no i mean everybody's got the preferences so <laughs> right. let's Back talk on little- track yes please. <laughs> <Yeah>. thank you <laughs> R- Ria, Ria yes, is yes. actually very family friendly so that that's something that I, I will definitely keep in mind but uh I wanted to actually let's uh, get a know just so I mean whatever much you want to say about yourself because uh, I mean that this is important uh and also goes into the little plan that I have going on that uh may even involve you if you want but you know who are who is the lb That's me Okay, what about you? Oh, oh, okay, you, you
1: mean like a... Here's <laughs> Here your intro. Yes. <laughs> okay, let me see. So, all right, so, uh, well, I, I guess uh, I, I've got to say I'm a lifelong gamer. I mean, I've, I've been doing gaming stuff since uh, I'm going to date myself, Commodore VIC-20. Uh, when you had to type, it, you, they give you that booklet, and you had to type for about six hours, you press the button, and all it did was flash a bunch of different colors. Uh, you know, I remember when Oregon Oregon Trail was new. All right. <laughs> Those, those manila, you know, uh, oh my gosh, but uh, Windows 3.0. Oh,
0: exactly. Yeah, yeah I remember, uh, I remember the DOS.
1: I'm, I'm old school. I remember when it, when it, we were doing stuff in DOS and we had DOS games on the big floppy disk. You had to play Zork and you had to stick, stick nine discs in, is it just so you could play the game? Is it or what or Hitchhiker's has Got to the Galaxy, which is only which is a completely text based game, you just typed what you want to do into the keyboard, there were no pictures or anything. <laughs> You had to use um, your imagination. Yeah. No, I, I don't so that. I w- yeah, I went way back. So uh, other than that, let me see. I used to I used to be a teacher. I was a teacher for a, almost like fifteen years. Now I'm a librarian. Uh, I spend a lot of time gaming. I'm a college librarian. I spend a lot of time gaming, um, and uh, you know I collect comic books. You know I'm into movies. The whole fandom geekdom thing. You know Comic Con, Star Trek conventions, the whole nine. <laughs>
0: Yeah, I mean, I, actually, I think there are some Comic Cons in Las Vegas too. I, I know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're they're uh they're, they're not doing the in person ones uh until like
1: August right. until like August because they, they the big one is usually in July but they're, they're, it's gonna be virtual this year. Yeah, kind of like San Diego Comic Con.
0: You know, actually thinking of it, I did interview a costler who is based in uh, Nevada, uh, who's under or people know her as uh, Midnight Persona, Midnight Persona. Yeah. Okay. And she's, I mean, she's had like a because when I interviewed her and I posted on different places, people are like, "Oh my god, you interviewed Midnight Persona." I didn't even know like how big she was the yeah yeah there's some there's down. some deep
1: fandoms when it comes to cosplay like you know I'm like on the fringe. like i am like I'll have some like I'll I'll be part of the Facebook groups or whatever or the Instagram groups and else and they'll show the, the pictures of their cosplay and I I you know do the thumbs up or the love or, or like whatever but I've never had the I uh, I don't say the guts or the patience to actually cosplay cuz like if you don't want to go out there looking like trash you actually got to put some some work into your costume <laughs> I just at the time to do it by my all the people that do, uh, and you know it's it, it's great.
0: Yeah, Well, I mean, you could, there's always scams. I mean, people find like cheaper ways to cost. That that's why there was this thing called closet cosplay where people don't spend much of a bu- i mean it's a way to like right. cosplay as something but without spending much of a budget in fact mostly using your resources
2: yeah so. and going to a thrift store is getting stuff like right for you know very much reduced yeah. and like yeah. using it
0: yes so I, I, i'm currently building up a uh, twitch channel and when I uh, put the seat up offer for anybody to uh, co host or guest co host with me and Rihanna, there were actually three people who responded with interest, and maybe even more now, kind of looking back at it. And what I am thinking of is that, you know, I, I want to try to give all of you a spotlight, but the only thing is having all five of us in one room, I just feel like that might get too crazy when trying to make this an hour and a half so what i would do is probably maybe i'm kind of thinking about either taking turns like swapping between uh different poses based on their availability or the other thing is with the twitch channel so just a real uh have you been or are you familiar with pawns press uh no,
1: I do have a I do have a Twitch channel, but I haven't logged I, I, because I'm old, I haven't logged into it <laughs> in a long oh time my. because I haven't had the time.
0: No, that's But perfect. things are freeing up now. Yeah. Well, so this podcast here is a platform filled with uh silly entertainment discussions. What's moving in the background? Oh, sounds Because like,
2: while you were while you were looking for something, something was
0: Yeah, it felt like a fan or maybe not a fan. It, like it was some kind of noise, it was, yeah, it was some kind of rotating sound. Dang, where was I at? Because we were trying to work things out and then I forgot. Oh, no, okay, now I, I, I just tracked myself back. So, this podcast right here is about entertainment discussions regarding you know film, gaming, but also uh, empowering diversity. So, in addition to doing this show, I conduct interviews with a lot of wonderful human beings uh and most of them have been black women but i mean there's also asians latina like uh, people from different uh countries different sexualities race and whatever background profession they've got and it's all about lifting them up and, and with twitch coming up i wanted to have that reflect what i've been doing and with all you guys, I think it would be cool to even do something where I, I we can game together, do do some sort of thing that will uh, go on to the Twitch channel, and I'm just throwing random ideas out, so probably my first one, and I'm just going to start out with, I'm not going to go all crazy just one step at a time, but I, as I said, I've interviewed a lot of wonderful human beings uh, of color, and This week, there's uh, Zombies Ate My Neighbors. There's a remaster out for that old NES game. And so there's a business called Earth, Fire, and Indy. And it's a mom and daughter, uh, black-owned business about uh, selling spiritual uh, necklaces. like uh, Basically, lots of nice decorations made out of real rocks and crystals. And uh, they, I mean, they're a be- they're beautiful you know duo and uh, just amazing human beings. I love it and support them uh, on and off, this whenever. And I was thinking, yeah, since they are really excited for this game, why don't I play through it and then put in the links to description of their business so if people want to check it out, then they can check that out. And in same perspective like the mako girls for example a group of young pop and, and uh soul, or hip-hop singers and the youngest one annie she's a big fan of call of duty so i play through the campaign of black ops and then uh, in the in the middle that i'll play a little bit of their songs and you know suddenly so i mean it kind of works like that i finding some ways to just re- retroactively keep uh, bring that support in but also at some point having multiplayer game nights that way i can bring everybody in and uh, or, or nights or days I'm, i mean all things will work out in time i'm just going one step at a time but uh that that's kind of my plan so where i can include all of you because i mean i i love and appreciate all of you i mean th- this this means a lot to me it's not my day job but yet i work hard on this to make it it's almost like i treat like a, a not really a day job but just a day daily passion and th- this this really has kind of changed my life for the better rihanna's changed my life for the better and this is something that i no matter what happens in life i don't want to stop so that's what i have going on i mean that just going uh, on a tangent and just what is the plan here but uh yeah so whenever you're available you know switching out between different people just being on everybody's schedule just uh heaven has many voices and maybe one day we'll get to the point where we'll have uh over two hour or over an hour and a half episodes and that way i'll maybe i'll have five people and just right now this is just the maximum format so uh yeah that, that's just kind of the rundown of things that i have coming up for this and then of course after this i'll also uh publish playlists which is something that i've been needing to do for the interviews that i've been doing based on what category so uh yeah that that's if th- that's Like the basic things I could say about what this platform is, that I invite you to talk video games about so on to that show man mario you know what i I have to say this is the point i i don't know why but it it was with this point that i just stopped and said you know what mario is on too many mushrooms (laughs) because yeah i i I listened to some podcasts that are like you know if you really think about it the idea of mario's story is a little too weird i mean an italian plumber going through uh, uh some sort of pipe Pipe, yes yeah i mean fighting off like evil turtle creatures saving a princess
2: (laughs) definitely definitely some weird things going on but i mean hey fantasy
0: (laughs) well I, i mean it got weirder over time i mean even with super mario odyssey amazing game one of my favorite games of all time but yeah the concept of it is weird mario throws his hat and then automatically turns into anything that the hat lands on. So, to me, to think Mario Golf Super Rush is the weirdest thing Mario's done, that is... Oh, I mean, you could debate whether or not that is... Tr- I mean, we could have a discussion of what which, Mar- which thing of Mario is weird. But I'm, again, this is a family-friendly franchise. It, it is fantasy, so I try not to think too much about it. But even for Mario standards, the idea of this game here is that... Think of golf, except every time you hit a ball, you're running towards it, beating the snot out of your opponents. Oh, what? Okay. Sorry. <laughs> oh, that's fine. You're beating the snot out of your opponents uh, with, like, magical abilities or whatnot. And just jumping on, like, chasms, going through, like, snow planes, volcanoes. I was like, I don't know what the heck is going on here. But I'm here for it. Super rush. So... No, first I want to say, for those who are looking at Super Rush... Because I did hear this from some people when they saw trailers of the game. The gameplay <laughs> advertised itself on being this crazy where you're playing super... I mean, one of the selling points is speed rush or a speed battle. And that's where you're taking the idea of golf and you're turning it into almost like a multiplayer fighting game. Almost like Super Smash Brothers. Because each of the characters have their own attacks... To shoot the ball, or not shoot the ball, like hit the ball over to the goal, and like Mario has <laughs> his fire abilities, and then like wario has like weird evil gadgets.
1: Yeah, I, you know what? I, I, when it comes to the Mario franchise, first I always think that Mario is like Barbie; like you can put him in anything, and it's like okay, like you can do anything with Mario. Uh, yeah. I love the combat uh, section of it. You know, so far as uh, so far as um. You know, like in Mario Kart, where we're not, you're not—you're just trying to, not just trying to run the race, but you're also trying to sabotage everybody else with with like your power ups and stuff. So I like the whole idea of kind of like a combat golf scenario where you're trying to mess people's balls up as you're trying to as you're trying to sink them. So I I, I dig it.
0: Yeah, no, that is exactly what it happens because I, I will just yeah, if you're someone who really hates golf. And you don't want any form of it, then that's this game is not going to be for you. Because while being weird as it is with its concept of having a battle golf game, it's still golf. Like there's still the rules of golf, the physics of golf that apply. But and in between hitting ball like balls, you're running across the field, jumping uh, uh, like sand dunes, and hitting. The bombs across places trying to uh, stall the other player while you try to be the first to hit the goal i mean there's three ways to go bad you either play it that way or you play it like regular golf or the battle mode where it's like a free-for-all of who can get all of the holes or most of the holes in and that is where it is mostly about the power-ups all the time and i'm here for that but it is golf so if you really really hate golf then that's immediately do not buy this but when it comes to the, these additions that this game throws at you they work they're i mean they're fun they actually make this the unique golf game game experience ever i and, and I really enjoy that like there isn't a well okay so there might be some battle golf games but not where Mario is concerned and also even customize like building up your character me your me and making that a golf champion. That all sounds cool, and I mean, right down to it, the gameplay uh, with each of the maps. There's like six at launch, and each of them are in. You're in either sand dunes, you're in crazy weather, you're in the snow desert, you're in Bowser's castle. I mean, they throw different scenarios at you to kind of mix things up and make the experience challenging. And I I think this is a perfect game to play with your friends or uh if you want to deal with family members and also lose friendships because this almost works the same way as mario party where i mean you could get in a moment where you're about to hit the goal and someone comes in and just fires a huge bomb and you get knocked back your ball gets knocked back and you're like oh crud well now i'm a little bit further from my uh, trying to reach my goal So, I mean, kind of in, it really does work in a same, the same format as Mario, I mean, Mario Kart, for example, or what?
2: Okay, so I've seen Golf with Friends. Tell me how it's different from Golf with Friends.
0: Well, I actually have played a little bit of golf with friends. And it's different because golf with friends you are kind of moving a ball like on on its own. Like like as opposed to Mario golf you're still like in different positions hitting the golf and there's different types of shots with standard top spin backspin lob shots and the, it's basically how you want to position where you hit the ball somewhere but I, I mean i would treat like golf with your friends more like a racing game than a golfing game this is a true golfing game but with racing elements added to it for that and the other thing is well this is going to get into something that i i will also have to agree with the majority is that you know, while these new additions are great and they're excellent, I mean, this is something to add on to games to play on your Switch, just not at a full $60, at least not at launch. And I'll explain why. So, first, you have things like the campaign. The campaign is just a tutorial to teach you how to play to get better at because the story makes absolutely zero sense. There was not even much of a story until the third act where all of a sudden, your golf championship becomes a tale about saving the world from the Snow King and having to awaken Bowser. I was like, "What? What the heck is going on here?" I was like, "Wait, what?" I was like, "This is about golf, and now this is a prophecy about saving the world from impending doom." I I'm like what? I mean, I get, I agree with the craziness. In fact, if anything, if if Mario Golf Super Rush has anything to tell you, it's that. There needs to be a Mario Kart 9 and it needs to be heavily influenced by Fast & Furious. You know what I'm talking <laughs> about
2: <laughs> so, so more explosions, more more cars, more fast like uh, I don't I don't know.
0: <laughs> no, more right. stupid things. Like more physics being bent, uh, okay. things not making any sense. Like we need to have a Mario Kart game where Mario's cart just swings on like a, a uh, rope, like Tarzan. <laughs> like okay, fast you know, movie. I, I think I kind of get what you mean. Like just just get wacky with it. Like there was used to be this game called
1: Saints Row, and like uh and like the first two games were like straightforward games, and the third game they just they went crazy ridiculous with it. I mean, like you know you know uh the, you can get superpowers. They were like they were like you know it was, it was a Grand Theft Auto type game. But in the third game, you know, you get superpowers. They were like supernatural creatures and all kinds of crazy stuff that you could do. You know, you could play like uh, game shows of death, all kinds of yeah. stuff. You know, it was just real, right? Like, you know, it was just really they went they went they swung for the fences. So I know what you mean. Sometimes you just got to put out all the stops, you know, just to do something a little bit different.
0: Well, yeah, I mean, and also uh, Universal owns the film light re- license to Nintendo, so I mean, hey, that works hand in hand there because. I mean, Universal owns Fast and Furious, and they're making the new Mario movie. You could retro You could just go like, "Hey, you know what? let's oh, go?" Did, did you say Mario movie? movie? Yeah, there's an animated Super Mario Brothers movie releasing next. Okay, year. okay, animated. Yeah. Okay, good, okay, no, good, not oh, like okay. That. i
2: missed
0: <laughs> yeah, that. Okay. I'm about to have
1: a heart attack. like, why would somebody
0: ruin <laughs> their career again. like that? <laughs> <laughs> being in a Mario movie oh my god <laughs> you, you never know you never know it could happen but no the, it's illumination The people who do minions they're making it well they're making a Mario movie that's produced by the original creator so there is going to be some In which I mean could be good I I don't it's coming out next year we don't have a trailer for it yet so we don't even know what the movie is going to be like but it is happening back to this I just think that would be really cool considering that even the the Mario sports stories are getting crazy like this. I I was like, all right, well... Why not go all the way? My only thing is that when it comes to the gameplay side of it, again, being just a low practice for playing it against computer players or online, the missions aren't terribly exciting. In fact, they often have you playing through the same uh, courses a couple times just to progress to the next area. Which, I mean, you could think about it as, well, maybe this is practice to get good at these different courses and learn your ways. But... I feel like when there's RAM mode where you could do that, you could play against computer players and actually like tweak the settings around. It Makes the well, campaign, yeah. Do they have a course creator mode? Because That would no. be interesting
1: if you create your own golf course.
0: No, see, that's another thing. This does not have that not just so, golf with <laughs> friends, but some other recent golf games have been doing. Now, Camelot is the creators of uh the Mario Golf Games, they're also the creators of Shots Golf, so they've been making like fantasy, like over-the-top golf games for both uh, Nintendo and Sony. And I feel like what they did with everybody's golf you when you play that you feel you go to mario golf super rush is like man i love these additions you have there but what and what all these other golf games have been bringing to the table, I wish you would have done this a little bit like them to kind of make it feel all the way worth the $60 dollars. Because the biggest issue I have with this is that there's not a lot of content. The campaign, I mean, yeah, it's it's not terribly short or terribly long. You have like a normal, like eight to 10 hours or so. But then you go to the other modes. I mean, you play standard speed golf or battle golf, and there's only six maps. Plus, the battle golf mode only has one map and four variations of it and not only that but there's no tournament mode no online leaderboards it it does feel disappointing how this game was released and that's saying like oh it's buggy it's unfinished no it's very polished i I mean the graphics they don't look the best and i do feel like this game is reusing a lot of assets from all the other mario games but, man, I, I've just played through this. Like, man, I, I it, it's one of those weird feelings you get when you play a game and you go like, man, this is fun. I love what this game is doing. I wish I didn't pay $60 for it. Oh.
2: Oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah,
1: okay. It's you're a golf fan because there's no way I would pay $60 for it for a golf game. I didn't, I didn't even like the Tiger Woods that much. You know, um, Even the, I think the best Tiger Woods version was the one they had that worked with the uh, – uh, you, you, you what was what was that thing that the stick that was on top of the Xbox? Oh, you know, oh, it, uh, connect, connect, yeah, yeah it's connect. You're saying so they had a Tiger Wood version that worked with that, so you could actually do the golf swing, and I thought it was gonna be cool, mm-hmm. and it ended up being more trouble than it was worth. And I'm just glad I uh I I, I, that's, I did Game Pass, not Game Pass, Game Fly, where you used to get the CDs. Oh, the physical right, games, you know? right, right, yeah, yeah. They still they still exist, but n- nobody use them as much anymore
0: yeah it's just that for me who's play and, and i would say this is better than tiger because again what, what this has over tiger woods is, is the fancy elements it brings into where it's more than just regular golf but the the light amount of content for 60 dollars and then looking at things like everybody's golf golf story for example and then you can even look at golf with your friends, even though that is kind of a different experience still I, I feel like there should be more for how much i, I paid for this ga- game but they did come out and say there is post-launch content there will be additional characters and stages i would like to see a tournament mode maybe even a map editor but that's i, I don't know what their plan is with this and i don't know how long we it will have to wait until we get more content for it so at, it's one of those weird games it's like If you have a Switch, and this is maybe $40, $30... Yeah, I would definitely recommend it, or get it physical to where if you get bored of it, you can trade it back in. But I would not buy this digital for sixty dollars. No, I, no. I, yeah, like yeah.
1: To, to me, like the whole digital game thing. Like I understand that, like if if you have a game that you're downloading digital and you've got, you have got yeah bonus content, like uh, like an expansion pack that comes with like some you know gold edition, silver edition, whatever edition, I get paid extra money for that. But if, for a base game, and you're not even getting a physical copy that you can take over your friends to me electronic versions of a game should be at at least ten dollars cheaper than a physical
0: game they should be 40 bucks not 60 bucks well For me, I see the issues with digital in in that yeah, most digital storefronts have this sort of DRM where if at any point the store were to shut down, you lose those games for good. That's why we have things like GOG.com where it's a site like Steam except you keep your games that you purchase for and you can play them offline without having to deal with it because that's unfortunately a thing with Steam. Steam has DRM. (laughs) uh which thankfully valve wasn't going anywhere but if valve were to go out of business yeah that would mean It'd everybody yeah everybody who spent money on steam games goodbye well actually it's the,
1: it's the same thing with the microsoft store because if you have xbox yeah. yeah you get those free games every month but if they require that you have an internet connection to use them so to me it's not free if you're requiring me to have the game to have an internet to have the game then you know then it's tied to me uh, subscribing to your service you're not you didn't really give me anything you just gave me access to something temporarily as long as I paid you. Yeah. So to me it's just like another version of Game Pass. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Well yeah and I mean, which is I, why
1: yeah the, oh no I'm sorry dude. I'm just saying which is why I like the older gamers prefer to get physical copies of their games because at the le- at the very right. least you know you could take it over your friend's house, you could trade them in, you can do whatever. And uh if you happen to go somewhere that doesn't have internet you can still play.
0: See, that's something... I mean, people like to criticize Nintendo and say, well, you guys are old. You need to be up like Sony and Microsoft. I think there are some things Nintendo refuses to do that I'm glad they don't now. with uh, Switch for... uh, Physical games, for example. If you were to get a physical game on playstation 4 or xbox one you would still need to require internet connection because most of the game's data has to be downloaded whereas uh, with uh, nintendo they have them in cartridges so they basically pack the base game memory inside the game so when you put it into the switch it's there you don't have to like download anything additional as opposed to digital But I I get, you know, the convenience and everything. I mean, there are people who make arguments for digital. I'm a mixture of both. I think there is a place for both of that. And with this game in particular, I would, yeah, I would not buy it full full price digital. But, you know, it is a solid game. So I give it a 7 out of 10. But in the caution of, you know, get it at knowing of what you're going to get to at launch. Hopefully, they'll have more games or they'll have more like content later on they'll add the tournament mode hopefully the level editor but they're all adding in more courses like they're gonna have courses based on uh, super mario uh, odyssey so it's cool they're gonna have post-launch updates for free but i don't know how often or how soon so it's gonna be at a big but yeah this is not one of the games to get a switch for. It is definitely a support game, you know, if it's something that uh, piques your interest. But yeah, that's what I have to say about that. Now, on the other game, which was sent to me by a studio called Maximum Games and also uh, Midnight Curve Space, and this is a shoot 'em up, and shoot 'em ups are usually arcade shooters like Galaga or in, in this game's case it's influenced by things like House Marskew's uh, Super Stardust HD or other things like asteroids and all that so I mean simply put you I mean you're this big spaceship you blast a bunch of aliens with uh, lots of different powers but there was a bunch of different ammunition types that all have their own learning curve to it and the whole idea is there's score multipl- multipliers. There's different objectives to take on, like harvesting uh, energy <laughs> towers or taking down specific enemies. And it's, I mean, it's a very s- simple to learn as far as how to play the game. I, I mean, whether you have a keyboard, a mouse, or a controller, I mean, this is on every system. And I was looking forward to this because of some other things that this was pulling influence from, besides. Uh, things like Super Stardust HD, you also have Super Mario Galaxy because each of the stages takes place on planets or different platforms that have their own sort of like gravity to them. And you can just uh, like fly around the planet, not fly around, but like uh, hover around the asteroid, the ship station, and just turn like upside down and go to other pretty much like Super Mario Galaxy. And the whole addition of a harvest, which is basically a tether gun that you can uh, latch on to the aliens as they're called spiders, but they're just like little hollow alien things that you can ram right into and, or uh, do a little combo with your primary and secondary weapon. Again, several, <coughs> several weapons in this. And that's one of the really cool things that, that I was surprised with. Now I, I, did interview the developer before reviewing this, and he did mention that there were quite a few power-ups, and I was really impressed of the level of detail they go into the combat here for how simple it is. Now, if you want to talk about story, there is none. the The story is you're a chick who wants to blast a bunch of aliens, and then suddenly there is a rift. But it's so vague on what it's trying to say that I just didn't really pay attention to it and luckily it is heavily gameplay focused uh where you don't even have to think about but it is kind of weird where i get dialogue where like because the main character goes to this rift and there's three different versions of them and one of them is like i can't be here i need to stop this this isn't right and i'm like what's what's not right what Wait, stop what? Who are you? Who am I? And yeah, so if you're going for plot, I mean, just forget about it. It is heavily about gameplay. And by gameplay, it works more than it doesn't. And what I mean by that, because with the, that same campaign, you almost have, I wouldn't say a rogue light, but there's elements of a roguelike as far as you're you're playing a campaign and within every level you get to choose a path which plan do you want to go on to next and depending on what path you take is what sort of challenges you end up facing what boss fights you take on in what order did
2: was was the i I, I probably missed it but was roguelike actually explained like that term?
0: Well, roguelike uh, or roguelike. So there's two different terms. There's roguelike and then there's roguelite. But what both of them mean in similarity is that it's a game where you could die and lose all of your progress, then start from the beginning. There's procedural generation. There's different pass the branch on like upgrades and whatnot and the whole incentive to keep playing is that the campaign one the campaigns are usually short and two there's so many upgrades there's even like permanent upgrades you can unlock that you can take with you on the next run
2: there what kind of upgrades so i heard kermit and i was like that surely can't be what you said
1: (laughs) i mean yeah kermit upgrade would be awesome Sometimes.
2: (laughs) So
0: sometimes. <laughs> I'm hey guys, st-
2: what was that are that an upgrade! Yay! <laughs> <Natural>. <laughs> Let's I kill mean... some aliens! Yay! I mean like yeah. <laughs> <show. Plastic>. yeah. <laughs> so what was what what kind of upgrades?
0: <laughs> so- well, so they range from like stat upgrades to hey health or high score boosts or these certain types of weapons deal more damage to more sp- specific things. Like you are a health magnet because occasionally health uh, or health uh, orbs drop to heal you. And, uh, or there's other things like if you latch on to enemies, you can immediately gain health from them. There, there's, Different upgrades that relate to the basics of the game. And those upgrades are important because later stages get more difficult. And I'll say, on the normal difficulty, this isn't a tough game, if you want to say. It's not a game where you're going to die several times. <laughs> But the boss fights, they will definitely test you. They are probably the... the If you want to go by challenge, they are pr- the most challenging aspects to this. Because when the boss fights show up, there are these huge creatures that take up almost like, like a huge portion of the level. And they have their own different attack patterns and weak spots. And those are... I mean, it's really... I mean, the gameplay itself is already fun, but to add on it with these challenging boss fights, like, I, I was at the edge of my seat trying to get through these, and there were some that almost completely kicked my butt. I-, I was really impressed with what they pulled off with uh, the challenge. I mean, this is a mother... An- not mother. A-, <laughs> a husband and wife team. So this is made by uh actually a couple which is kind of sweet so and i think that this by, by gameplay design by level design because each of the levels are the very unique like i mean i mentioned asteroid but you're on like different ship stations and they have different paths you can go inside out you can go like uh, on or, uh, on another curve and it's really cool just like how how fast everything is and how you're shifting through different planes. I mean it really speaks to the style that is unique to this game. And yeah, it is definitely fun. If you like arcade shooters, and I'll say this, if you do not like shoot 'em ups like Ikaruga or as I said Super Stardust, all those ship uh shoot 'em up games, then I can't really tell this will be for you despite it's unique Type of combat. I mean, it's still all about achieving that high score. There are a few on un- like permanent unlockables. There's stages you can play in survival mode, uh, endless mode, arena battles, but all of the incentive to keep playing this happens to be getting the next high score, getting the highest mu- score multiplayer, uh, multiplier, seeing how far you can get in endless and survival. Or when you beat the campaign, the game gives you the option to loop where you are going back into the campaign choosing different paths playing on a harder difficulty with all upgrades in that campaign that you're uh, with and the high score goes with you and i like that incentive because the campaign is like an hour and a half so if you want to really test yourself you can play the two hardest difficulties again in less than 10 hours for those who don't have a lot of free time this is a game for you because it is something you can pick up and play play a few rounds of and then you got to go back to work or something so it is definitely a game meant, I mean that that benefits arcade gamers and also gamers with very little free time, which is nice. And the soundtrack is great. I mean, the developer actually got commission or at least support from different independent artists. so they make a bunch of techno sounds i mean it fits within the style of the game and the different enemies i mean there's a lot of enemy uh, types in this as far as giving you variety inside the gameplay and at least giving you stuff that i mean for twenty dollars i mean yeah it, it definitely deserves its price and i had a lot of fun playing this i might even consider streaming at some point maybe there'll be a challenge where i need to achieve the score like i am thinking about revisiting this game it it i did enjoy it one thing i will say though because this, this was something i talked to the developer in a uh, interview ray tracing and that's a big thing for pc gamers and for next gen gamers so where you can see the reflections and like next gen lighting now ray tracing may come in post launch but as far as my experience goes i have not discovered uh, ray tracing yet so i mean i can believe it's there there are indie games that will update years later or months weeks later with uh, rtx support but all i can say is right now i have not seen this game in uh, it's rtx mode but without it this is something about Maxim games is that uh, most of the games under that profile are under a sort of a limited budget and if you look at some other games that are made by the or at least published under them it'll be like ah maybe the graphics aren't great i'll say this this is probably the best looking or second best looking game under maxim games but it is one of the best looking games i've played on pc so
2: is it realistic like or is it more 8-bit cartoony
0: are, are you talking about what rtx lighting or the no like the
2: game the, the game and the shooting well, shooting thing
0: that that's what i will say is that it is in a more cartoony art style so what okay. be, what what gets away with is that it's got all this neon lighting and uh there's different planes so it's not the game looks bad but you can definitely tell this could run on a Switch at full capacity. Well, without the RTX uh, features, of course, because, unfortunately, the Switch is not supported with RTX. But, yeah, I I didn't think this was the best-looking game. But, I honestly, there's so much action that goes on screen you can hardly even think about that because i mean it's i'm not a big harper on graphics i'll tell you that so i may somebody will look at this and say the game looks terrible but i would say the game looks fine and when there's so much action on screen it always runs at a consistent 60 frames per second so there is no point where anything slowed down or it was lagging there was glitches it is polished and honestly it's fine because not all games are built with a, a big budget or a mid-sized budget. I mean, whatever budget they had to work on this. I mean, they use the most of they can, and there was some scenery that I did like. Despite uh, without the RT, and probably with RTX on, it'll look amazing because rtx will make anything look amazing it made quake 2 look amazing and that game came out in 1998 so yeah i give it an 8 out of 10 it is a solid game to play for arcade fans alike and, and for people who just want to experience something that they could get through within an hour an hour and a half it, it it works it's a lot of fun so that is my game experience i had but okay rihanna what what, what demos did you play
2: i tried Avaliana.
0: Aviliana.
2: which is the one that gives me the uh vibes that like uh greece i think it was, where you're a lady kind of with this triangular shaped cape thing or dress and you're just kind of wandering around figuring out things um uh, you're so you're in nature uh there is some kind of dark foreboding things like they're enemies some are in the form of light in a way because okay some are holding the like actual lights and so they move with that and if you so if you get in the right in the rays of the light then they come after you uh so i kind of that was reminded me of well a lot of a lot of other games before that you know you have to dodge stuff uh under surveillance and i i don't think it's something i would play but it's still good and if if you like that kind of explore it exploratory and you know there is an adventure that i didn't i didn't finish the demo i just oh, what but yeah okay yeah okay. i i had to go to bed <laughs> okay and i can't save so um right. yeah it, it has yeah there are different options i gives you uh you know low high medium quality when you before you start so like that um, okay. Yeah, just neat, 2D with a little bit of 3D when you turn sometimes, uh, yeah. you have, a you learn uh, abilities so far, I think it's like one or two, just going across the little ways, and yeah, it's very 2D, but you can see, you can't, there's no map, so it is a lot of exploring and like going, I'm not, I was like, I'm not even sure where I'm supposed to be going, I'm going to try this direction, I'm going to try south, I'm going to try north, uh, yeah, very exploring. <laughs> And okay there's some more story in there
0: all right when is it coming out i okay. could
2: check that <laughs>
0: <laughs> Yeah. Jack.
2: i mean uh I wanna...
0: so that was the one demo you played or is there another one?
2: Oh, the other yeah i said the other because i do know i was super excited for uh this one says last quarter of 2021 so like fall okay all right yeah, yeah, it's it's also got a bit of a platformer at points that I'm previewing, but I didn't get to play it.
0: Okay. But anyways,
2: uh, okay. So the other one is you know how I love simulator games, and so it's a straight straight for me. Um, <laughs> hotel Magnate. Uh, it is a hotel simulator, so you get to build the. It's basically like the Two Point Hospital. In terms of you, create you know the the layout of your hospital. You get to paint the walls and all that. There you uh, hire people for those specific roles, and you just kind of have to figure out what goes where. People come in and they bec- they become your guests of the hotel. I found out that you <laughs> you can't really you have to be very, very careful. <laughs> I didn't. I I was building it so that each person had their own uh bathroom and apparently that was very expensive (laughs) so i i went i went in the hole quite a bit but i mean i I only realized it after like six rooms and i was like wait a minute i should share some i guess i didn't i didn't i mean i wouldn't expect that to be a thing because in real life but i mean you know yeah uh you get to yeah paint walls paint floors you can rename rooms, uh, like have special suites. There's uh, well in the in this demo, you have to build the reception first and you build a room and the room has to have specific things for it and you have to make it that room because there's bathroom, you have to make you have to have the toilet and the, the sink and the some kind of showering area and close the door and just very I mean everything makes sense. Uh, but yeah, just figuring out the math and the uh, what's it called? running costs and yeah, sharing bathrooms is the thing that I'm going to, when I, when I replay the demo one more time, because I played twice, I played it, I played it twice, but I was like, I'm gonna play at least one more time. So when I create the rooms, I will pu- put them in proper places. Like in the later part of my last playthrough, I added more doors so that there was three rooms sharing one bathroom at the point. I was like, okay, I should have done this sooner, but yeah, I didn't realize I wouldn't have thought that was, I thing that should be but it was very good and I was having fun and yeah the the when you're when someone has you know used the bed there's a there's a smell that happens or uh, you see their flies and stuff it's like oh that's weird I was like what what do I do with this and so you have to build a like a laundry room and then have someone there for the housekeeper so, you, know, you hire that person and also I, don't, I was like why are these people just going in the like, going in the yard and peeing and people went to certain other rooms that like weren't like sectioned for it to be someone else's room and they were just peeing and I was like what, what is wrong with you <laughs> um, so that was weird but I, I know now, like they, they just need to have access to bathrooms no matter where they are <laughs> so I was having fun so I am looking forward to that uh, I guess
1: yeah. That sounds that sounds like kind of like a mix between um I don't know if you ever played Zoo, Zoo Tycoon there's a the game called Zoo Tycoon and uh, mm-hmm. and Sims uh, because it the it, Sims is almost like a the Zoo Tycoon is almost like an amusement park where everything has to be right you know they have to be a lot of eateries the a lot bathrooms you to get problems or the, the animals aren't happy because you didn't build this and they need this you know so a lot of moving parts but you know once you get everything like going it seems like it be it could be
0: fun right when is that coming out. Is it oh, you, know, oh, you I, a hotel? yeah hotel hotel magnate does that ever release it or no
2: okay so let me find that properly <laughs>
0: okay
2: uh the one for hotel magnate it comes out sometime it's not i don't know
0: okay planned for the state
2: opening this year that's all well <laughs> wish
0: list it on steam then and someday yeah, it will release wish follow yeah it will right. release Before the apocalypse happens, so we will also. Before end of this year,
2: maybe we'll see. I don't know. Yeah, apocalypse.
0: The apocalypse already. Anyways, you never know. It's crazy out there. I mean, have you looked at the news today? (laughs) (laughs) No, exactly. What you talking about, dude? Yeah. (laughs) Now, this is uh, this is actually something I do want to talk about real quick because uh, just the last thing, because it, it, th- this this news story broke while we were while we were doing this. Just already, and I was like, what the heck? Okay, so what exactly I'm talking about? People are throwing a I wouldn't say throwing a fit, but they're having a discourse on the Final Fantasy pixel remasters and their font. Now, I mean, if you were one of the people who's actually tune in the bs that is e3 square enix had a panel or they had a a a stream and then one of the things they talked about is okay final fantasy one through six is getting a pixel remaster which it's gonna still be 2d but updated pixel textures and everything it's gonna release on steam and i believe consoles yeah this yeah uh, this month Well, the first three. I think the next three... uh, So, one through three is releasing this month. But four through six might be a little later. Or maybe they'll release it. I I, I saw one through three is this month. But what I'm getting at is that people notice that the font size is not fitting the art style of the game. They're looking at the text boxes and they're like, wait a minute, why is the text font looking a little off? And... I mean, they're, they're showing screenshots for, uh, gearing up to the release date. Oh, yeah. So, coming July 28th is Final Fantasy 1, 2, and 3. Coming soon will be 4, 5, and 6. So, half of them will be releasing by the end of July.
1: Well, I, I think that's part of the reason why they show you previews, because they want people to complain so they can get the bugs out before the... the because, like, the text, that's just that's a real easy fix for, like a, for, for a programmer. You know, that, that, that might take, like, less than an hour. You know, uh, so but like, yeah, so it's a good thing we're, we're looking at this stuff because that way they get feedback so they don't bring the crappy stuff out <laughs> on the release date because that's what happened to me. That's what happened to Fallout 76. I, I'll be honest, oh, yeah. I, you know, I almost stopped buying Bethesda games after Fallout 76 came out because I was like, when it came out, I was like, oh, my God, it's it's an incomplete game. It's, you know, it's, it's buggy, it's bug- whatever, but they really listened to the customer feedback, and I think that brought a lot of people back that, you know, I actually had had traded the game in. I got, I bought the Xbox bundle that came with Fallout seventy six. I traded the game in, and I ended up having to go back to GameStop and buy it again because they came out of all, all this new stuff.
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean that that's a th- we've talked about before. Like how that, there's a book out there that talks about like the crazy development cycles in certain studios and like how yeah. and you gotta, why, you gotta listen to your company. Yeah. Yeah, it is. Co- so it is coming out in a few weeks. So I mean, that is enough time to fix the tux. I would, I would think. But uh, key features: updated two D pixel graphics, including the iconic Final Fantasy character designs, uh, the original artwork and current collaborator beautifully reimagined soundtrack in a faithful Final Fantasy style overseen by original composer. Improved gameplay, including modernized UI, auto battle options, and more. Dive in the world of the game with su- supplemental, uh, supplemental extras like Bellstary Illustration Gallery and Music Player. I mean that's all neat. Again, I don't know what the price is. I mean, that's another thing that'll be in consideration. And is all are all these games gonna be bundled together? What I will say regarding the text, I, I did like I looked at the text and okay, is it different from the art style? Yeah, when you look at the that does look weird. My old thing with these remasters that Square Enix is coming out for the Switch is or not the well it is coming out of the Switch, but so I played the Final Fantasy VIII remaster. And I really enjoy the game and the, ha- the enhancements for it are great. But one thing I notice is that while they updated the textures and everything, it's still under the font, the ratio of a PlayStation 1. Like I would display, because I have it on Switch, I would display it on the big screen. It would still be in a box. Oh, and, yeah, because it's
1: because of the yeah. emulator, because they're just emulating. When they say remaster, all they did really was just stick an emulator on there and, and just t- they did some touch-ups. It is really. And to me, I'm, I'm always wondering how much gameplay are you going to get off of these. You know, I mean, I love the fact, you know, posterity sake that they're remastering the games. But like how many people, how much are people going to pay for a pixelated game? That's like 40 years old or not 40 years old. But you know what I'm saying? It's, it's pretty old. And then on top of that, if you beat it before, you know, if you bought the pack with like four Final Fantasy, then how many you're going to probably get the, through the first one and then you're not going to play Final Fantasy two because you beat it already. So the, I think this would probably be more geared towards uh, the kiddies than it would yeah. be for the, the adults, for people that have never played the game before, because, you know, they like Minecraft and stuff. They don't really care. The little kids don't care much about pixelation, not like adults do. But once you got used to seeing, you know, the Xbox One Series X or something on your PC, playing a pixelated game is going to get real old, real fast, because I tried to do that with uh, oh, it was uh, Shadowgate. They reissued Shadowgate a while back. And uh, and I I was like, I have to read, look at his picture, it's awful. And I spent 40 bucks for the game and never got past the first castle. Well,
0: <laughs> so, so I'll be one of those people who are like halfway through uh, Ret- <laughs> retro gamer and new gamer. Because I'm one of those people who don't mind playing a game even if it looks old. Like that doesn't bother me. But what, regarding what you say about the pixel... When I saw screenshots, I was kind of thinking, okay, how much is this is is this a remaster? Because it still looks like a NES or SNES game. Like, what? what how much touch ups did they do to like the art design? I, I mean, that I don't really know. So I, I'm just thinking that
1: I don't know. Yeah. Is it, I, mean, I don't know. I mean, I guess it depends on what kind of gamer you are. It, it, I mean, yeah. that's pretty much exactly what it's going to come down to, whether or not you're yeah. somebody that's, that's cool with, you know, replaying the older games uh, because you don't mind the, the you know, you, you don't get bored. Like, uh, like now, I tried to go back and play Mass Effect 1, the first one, couldn't get through it because Mass Effect 2 and 3 yeah. were so much better. Though, so far as the look and the gameplay, I just couldn't sit down through it anymore.
0: Are, are you talking about the Legendary Edition? Oh what a Mass Effect? The first one? Yeah. But, like the, uh, no, the yeah. I'm just talking about
1: like, you know, the well, I mean the one that the, the original version. The original. Oh,
0: you know what? I I'll I'll say this. I played Mass Effect 1 recent years. That game is dated as heck. And with uh, the legendary edition that came that, where they remastered the old trilogy. And they did actually uh, do a lot for each of those games to make them uh, kind of be more accessible to modern audiences. I'd say the first one out of the three is the one that still kind of doesn't hold up. But yeah, I mean, I see what you're saying because while I'm an old school gamer and there's some g- old games to me, they they hold up pretty. W- I mean, awesome. Yeah. Today, yeah. but Mass Effect One for me on a gameplay side, that doesn't that game no, but. No, We're, yeah, the story holds up, but yeah. the but the gameplay doesn't. Now what with, with this though, what's getting me is that these pixel remasters are coming out, meanwhile. On Steam, you can also get Final Fantasy 3 Remake, which is a 3D remake of Final Fantasy 3 with uh, all the new additions that they have. So I'm like, okay, is isn't just remastering or re-releasing these games. You're re-releasing some of these games a second time and then some of them a first. For me, you know, I might play the... I haven't played the original Final Fantasy game before. So to make it look a little bit... Newer than the NES, yeah. I I don't know. I mean, I'm gonna see how these release because that's gonna be the ultimate decision, especially after seeing Final Fantasy VIII and how I was glad to not play that on PC. I don't know what the resolution's gonna be. Like, that's the thing is when Square Enix does a remaster of a game, it's always gonna be that wild card. Have you there was an old Nintendo
1: game called Dragon Warrior? Do you remember that one? No. Okay so it came out the, it came out the same time as Final Fantasy but I was going to say if you had played that then that's what it's probably going to look like because they were they were working with the same technology back then and the games were very yeah. similar
0: Well so, I mean, one thing, because the original Final Fantasy game released on the NES, like they on the remaster screenshots, they all look like SNES games, even the original one. So, I'm, as far as the original one goes, that is mm-hmm. updated. But I'm looking at like five through six and everything, like, wait, but those games are already on any SNES. Where's the touch up and anything? It, it's just like when you look at things like Diablo 2's remaster, there's a huge mm-hmm. jump between that compared to what I'm seeing on this. That's probably my concern over the whole tech one like that one thing doesn't matter to me i'm just wondering how is the game going to perform in the whole and what's the price like how much are we gonna have to pay for each individual so we'll have to see but you know it's coming out soon so not, not too long all right that is uh, all we have on the show thank you so much for joining us lb i hope you had a great time oh yeah i did i did thank you for inviting me of course yeah, see yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Wait, but I I had to let them know where to find. Why are you closing this up so soon? Oh my gosh, I have to let them know that Ponds press is available on all podcast hosting platforms as your choice. Jesus, oh all right <laughs> okay, I'm on Facebook.com/slash press Instagram/slash press Twitter ChasePond64. Oh my god. Yeah, I get it. All right. Okay. Okay. We have video clips on TikTok and Instagram. Those little teasers under Ponce Press and and Discord and and all, all Ponce Press. If you just look at Ponce Press, it's there. What are you doing? Okay, all right. You have a good one. Jeez, all You're right. Finally, finally. Thank you. Oh my, so god. Oh you. my god. Mm-hmm. god. Yes. Dang it. Okay, Hermione. What? Whatever. What? Follow her on Twitch. Do all the things.
2: Twitch.tv/Hermione617 slash Tuesdays and, uh, and Saturdays.
0: All are right. we just gonna forget about LB? Like, you, you just don't find them anywhere? I didn't.
2: Like...
1: Bye. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> it's cool. It, uh, it, uh, I- I'm grumpy old gamer uh oh six on uh okay. on twitch.
0: Okay. All right. <laughs> there, there, now now we're gonna end. Are you happy? Okay, geez. Okay. See you all next time. Gosh.
2: Lovely. <laughs> <Not> <laughs> all
0: right.